Today's Braze Bits is sponsored by Waluigi's Squeegees. Do you live in an apartment with dirty windows? Does staring at that dirt every single day feel like a Wario of attrition? Well, with Waluigi's Squeegees, it is their call of duty to clean your windows. With its patented technology of Waluigi's freakishly long arms, Waluigi's Squeegees can squeegee any window, no matter high up, no matter how high up your apartment might be. Safety not guaranteed is the name of a 2012 movie starring Aubrey Plaza and Mark Duplass, but with Waluigi squeegees, your windows will, will sparkle brighter than Princess Peach when Mario asks her if she wants to get coffee sometime. Order today, and with promo code BITS, again, that's promo code BITS, get 100% off your first squeegee. Waluigi squeegees. Waluigi. We got some breeze bits. We got some breeze bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for breeze bits. Mmm, bits. <laughs> Waluigi! Thanks for supporting the pod, Waluigi Squeegees. Welcome yeah. to Braze Bits. What an ad to start off the pod. Welcome to Braze Bits. Good to get Walu- Patrick Wa Luigi on, on the pod. Beautiful. I was a uh, Wario for Halloween a few years ago, but I, I kind of I wish I was a Waluigi. Waluigi is the best Mario tennis player in, in the game. Absolutely. Lanky, long, athletic. Killer serve. Yeah, he's, he's got that body type where you don't think he's athletic, but he is. Yeah, it's got yeah. that evil swag to him. Got the, yeah, he's got that winning attitude, winning mentality. Absolutely. Welcome to Braves Bits, everybody. How are you, Lancey? I'm good. I'm looking outside. It's. I'm looking outside as well, and I have probably a different perspective than you do. Well, um, it, it's, also... It's, it's dark. Also, we have a different perspective. So we're recording this on Monday which is November 2nd, releasing it on Friday, November 5th. Who knows what's going to happen within the next three days? I sure don't know. I know everyone's going to have a much better idea when they're listening to this than we do, which is, it'll be interesting. We kind of did this on purpose to see kind of maybe we'll both have a take on the election tomorrow, see how we're feeling about it, and then Friday we'll both be wrong probably. Yeah, it's going to be like in the past. I mean, every time we record, it's in the past from when you listen because we record it and then time passes and then Brazerbacks yeah. listen. But this is like really the past. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a different universe. It's, it's, it's craziness. I'm personally feeling uh, very weird about it. A little, a little stressed about, out about the election. I feel like I don't know if we're even going to have a result by Friday. Well, we'll have a result whether or not someone wins or it's inconclusive. inconclusive. It's still a result. It's something. It's something. It's not nothing. It's something. It's more and more. I mean, you could almost feel the anxiety in the air. And I don't know if if it's COVID. It could be both. Yeah. It's COVID and anxiety. But it, it kind of, I think, is this whole thing, not that it's not, not that I have anything profound to say, but as much as like I think we both want the same out we both want the same outcome and a yeah, lot of people no matter no matter uh no matter what side of it you're on it's like you can't depend on this stuff for like your uh how you how you are like mentally and internally it's like it's tough there there's obviously like politics and how the world is affects affects a lot of things it affects your existence in some capacity no matter what but like in terms of like your mental 
just like resiliency and attitude and how you react to things. It's like, I don't know. I always, I always think, I, I feel like I always tend to think worst case scenario for everything. Yeah. Um, now, now I do. Yeah. I feel like in 2016, I was just more excited about the election. I feel like we were confident. And then like now it's like, I'm just dreading and, and preparing for the worst, hoping for the best. Yeah, it is, you I'm know, not excited at all. I'm excited to, yeah, because I don't really look at maps too much these days. And I'm a Except big, when you're on an airplane. I'm a big cartographer. Yeah, that's true. That's, when I get a chance to look at a map, I'm going to I'm gonna look at a map. I'm going to map it up. <laughs> call, call me the Prince Henry School of Navigation because I'm a cartographer. Eric Cartmantographer. And this is a nice excuse to look at a map. So I'm looking forward to that. Growing up, we actually had, my parents had placemats and the placemats were of the United States, so they were of all the states. I feel like you might have had those also. So I knew like every state and all the capitals, and like very very well. And I don't know, I don't know if people thought I was a freak or not. But my sister, for some reason, I guess they stopped. She's four years younger than me, and they stopped using them. I guess so. She like doesn't know the states. But now, really? I, think, I think now she does, but I think at, at some point she didn't like know where like. Like she might not be able to like locate Iowa, for example. Interesting. I remember in fifth grade, I think shout we out. had to memorize the states. Uh, I didn't have to do that, but I also wanted to shout out Nebraska, uh, Grand Isle. If I'm getting this wrong, but we have like a disproportionate amount of listens from Grand Isle, Grand Island, Nebraska. So I don't know. I don't know if this is one Brazerback binging, or if it's. A, a, a nice fan base in Nebraska, but shout out. Shout out to our Nebraska Brazerbacks. Our Nebraska bits. Brazerbacks. I'm a Nebraska case right now. You are a Nebraska case. Shout out to Nebraska. I've never been. I've never been either. I've been to North Dakota, but not Nebraska. You're a big that's, North Dakota guy. That's That doesn't have anything to do with Nebraska. There's this bit that Gad Emile, you know, you know, you know Gad, yeah. right? The French comedian. The French guy. He has this bit where it, he, you know, he's in America, he's in New York, and someone says, "Oh, you're from France." Last year, my cousin went to Italy. <laughs> that's, that's just that's what I just did with Nebraska and North Dakota, and that's that fun. that also goes to show the issue with the country, right? Where these coastal coastal fools. I wouldn't say it's we're true. I wouldn't say we're elite in any way. I mean we're elite podcasters, but of course, um, you know it, it's it's two different countries where it's like I think Nebraska and North Dakota are similar. I mean they're they're probably not. No, they're more similar than we are to them. If that makes any sense, like than the us on the coast. I don't know. I like coasters. I like coasters as well, but it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a wild thing. Looking at a lot of maps tomorrow, it seems like uh, Pennsylvania is a big state. A lot of lot of hope, a lot of lot riding on Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Station. Is that a train station? Yeah, it's Penn Station. Oh, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of that place. Pennsylvania is interesting. I one time drove the whole across the whole state, and it's it's a it's a big state. It's a huge state. Yeah, big old state. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any predictions for the election? Yeah, I think Biden's going to win. I think it's going to actually not be that close, and I think it might be decided tomorrow night. Wow, but, I love so, the way you think. 
I unfortunately do not agree. I think Trump's going to win. I think it's going to. I think it's going to last a couple of weeks. There's going to be some lawsuits, and I think the silent majority is going to is going to take it for Trump, like 2016. I See, hope I hope I'm way wrong, but I'm a. I'm, I'm, it's, it's what my gut's saying. I think that's interesting. I think the silent majority is going to go for Biden. I think people have seen so much of the divisiveness, and I think people might realize at this point that Trump, I mean, I don't, <laughs> Trump creates divisiveness. And I think, <laughs> I think what? people, I think people have realized that. So I think, I think people will just say, let's just like not have to deal with like this. And even if people, if Biden is not people's like primary, you know, their their person, which I think is the case for a lot of people, um, I think people might just say, let's just like scale back for for four years and okay, take a break, take a break from all this, and then also maybe have like someone who could maybe get COVID under control a little bit better, or at least like have some sort of plan. Yeah, maybe follow the science a little bit. That's that's best case scenario for me, I think. But I'm uh. I, I I just I got a bad feeling about it. Some smells fishy. Do you think it's the fish? It could be the fish, but it's also these polls. I feel like these polls, it's the the people who vote for Trump aren't. I feel they're not. They're embarrassed to tell somebody over the phone. So what, why are we trusting like this guy Nate Silver? He got it wrong in twenty sixteen. Why are we? Why is everyone trusting him again? You think people are are gonna lick the polls and get their tongue stuck? I think they are. I think I think more people are like. Like uh, people are like Jay Cutler is uh, said he's voting for Trump. True, all these folks, Jay Cutler, Brett Favre, Lil Wayne. Yeah, so I think there's more people who are just <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna just say my I don't think there's as many like uh, closeted Trump voters as last time. Interesting. I think the opposite. I think there's more of the Trump supporters are in the closet because they're embarrassed. Like I I have, I guess they're friends, well, Facebook I, friends. I think I think. I think like where we live, yeah. But I think the yeah. opposite is true. For example, in a state like North Dakota or Nebraska, there's probably right. the opposite case where like the social pressure is to vote for Trump, and then people are like, "Well, I don't, I don't know about this." True, and, and they're not going to say that they're voting for Biden or that they don't support Trump at the very least. I think it's like all a matter of like your social, like the country is so different. So like if you're in a place where it's Trump dominant. The rebellious thing, or not the rebellious, but the countercultural thing, is to vote for Biden, and it's the opposite here, where we live. Right. It's just really interesting, but I think there's too many people who are just like, "This is getting out of hand," and I'm just, at least like if Biden wins, it seems like there's a chance that it might be less crazy. Like I think, I think that's. I, I hope know. so. I also think I watched the debates, and I, I think like a lot of the, the the Trump campaign, they're they're saying their strategy was. That Biden like couldn't string together a sentence, and he wasn't with it uh, mentally, and he was in a, hiding out in a bunker. But I think he's shown in the debates that he can kind of he could he could hold his own a bit. He's not doesn't have dementia. He's he's a smart guy. He's older, but he's not exactly the most progressive candidate I would want. But he's uh he's my president. He's gonna be my president. I just jinxed it. Yeah, I can't believe you said that. I just jinxed it because. Uh... Then, well, this is Jesse in the future. Looking back, I'm letting you know that Biden won. I got. I, I said earlier that Trump's. I think Trump's gonna win. But Jesse from the future just came into my brain. And let me know that Biden won. 
At least you're so con- at least you're consistent. <laughs> Call me John. That King. is the thing too. I mean, I, we shouldn't I guess spend a ton of time on this, but it's like interesting. Like I don't pretend to be someone like I, as you talked about actually with the landmarks that you're a feelings and vibes guy. Sure. And that's what I am like in politics kind of like I sh- you should know more stuff like i don't know i i i'm not gonna pretend like so many people now within i feel like the past five years or so um or so i mean we've seen it in comedy everyone's political everything is political it's kind of hard to avoid it now with just the way the world is but like you actually talk to people and how many people actually know anything about anyone's policy it's like not that many no and, not many and the president people have like one or two talking points yeah and the, and the president can't like I mean, one positive thing about the past four years in terms of like Trump has been limited by how much she could do with, you know, just with the checks and balances of the uh, of the country. Right. We'll see. He's still got, he's still gotten away with a lot of craziness and uh, definitely I think we definitely need some change and hopefully we'll get it. The Brazerbacks will know. You th- you think we sooner, just, sooner than we will? You think we just alienated a bunch of Brazerbacks? It's possible. It's possible. I don't know. I I'm always interested in like, and it's also this is another problem. Like just because you, I don't know. I've I I know plenty of people who I don't know about plenty, but I I definitely know a bunch of people who are likely going to vote for Trump. And it's like there's a thing where it, it seems more and more like if someone has the opposite thing you can't even associate with them which is i think really shitty and like it's not as stark as i think a lot of people make it out to be i mean i personally think trump is an insane person and like is almost like almost entirely negative uh yeah but at the same time who am i to say what someone else thinks yeah i it's like it's a complicated i think it's more it's, it's so complicated and like i don't know it depends if you think people are like, what is human nature? You know, are people bad? Are people good? Are people right. in between? I think mostly people are in between. And it's like, there's some things that Trump or whatever the energy that he, you know, that happens to certain people gravitate towards it, the message, what, you know, what he's done or what he's promised. And it's, uh, it's just very complicated and messy. And absolutely, it's interesting Lion, to see it play Lionel out. Lionel Messi. Yeah. I feel like it, it's hard for me not to want to hate people who support Trump, but at the same, I, I feel like I'm. I, I I do have a lot some friends that have voted for him in, in the past. I think I'm going to vote for him again. And if we can have a, a conversation and like talk about reasons why they support him and why like why they're not supporting Biden or just the Democrat versus Republican, and have like a conversation about it instead of like just like spewing hate back and forth. And I can like kind of be around that person, but there's some people on both sides that just can't even like listen to the other side of the yeah. Argument, well, that's the thing. Which isn't it's not like it's not productive. You can't hear another side of an, of of another perspective. Yeah, and I, I feel like uh, conversation now. Obviously, the pod is is a great exception to this, which is why we have so many amazing Brazerbacks. But I feel like when people start talking about that stuff, particular people come like armed with their like points and their talking yeah. points. And depending on what you consume, most people are fed with X or Y, you know, X reasons the left is good, X reasons why the left is bad, you know, whatever your bias is or whatever the algorithm feeds you. And people are armed with that instead of like, let's actually talk. I want to hear what 
this person has to say. Let's like actually talk about things. And people are it's right. more of a combative fight. And I think no matter how things go or how things turn out, if that's like the mode of the world from here on out, we're doomed. You, you can't like you can't do anything like that. It's absolutely that was the scariest thing about the first debate was was they they didn't weren't even able to debate. Yeah. And I because and they kept cutting each other off, and and Trump did all the cutting yeah. off. Yeah. So my, I think, I think almost where I'm trying to draw the conclusion, I think most people are sick of that. And who's the? What's the common denominator in the reason things are that? I think a lot of it is social media. Like I think most of it is social media. Yeah. But without, if you take Trump out of the equation, that thing seems less likely. And then you could so. actually, and then you could actually like actually talk about like what the right solutions are and how to move things forward. Cause like, you know, the, generally speaking, the left and the right have different ideas of how you want to solve problems, but maybe if they were talked out, then both sides could understand why one feels that way or why the other feels that way. And I hope so. Could that, that's, forward. that's democracy at work, Lancey, but I feel like there's a, a lot of people who like the bravado and the machismo and the bullying of Trump and that's what they relate to. So seeing seeing him like interrupt somebody, seeing him make fun of reporters, calling fake the media fake news, they like that. And uh it kind of inspires his base, which is scary. Yeah. Yeah, that's politics. That's Braze politics for you. That's Braze politics. You could tune in to our political show never. Never ever. We'll see. We'll we'll see next week how it, where we're at. I hope we have a conclusion. Yeah, hopefully. I'd much rather just know sooner than later. Hopefully, we'll wins. we'll be able to release this episode and not like be worried like should we release this episode because the world's on fire. Right, that would be worst case scenario. It'd be tough. Yeah. So anyway, you got any highlights? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really. To be honest, I was I was I was really racking my brain for a highlight. The best thing I can come up with is a. A spooky highlight. I, I Halloween was this past weekend, and I was just thinking to myself, I, I enjoyed, it's the first time I kind of, I didn't dress up this year, but I enjoyed the atmosphere of Halloween more than most years this year, because this has been one of the craziest years of all of our lives. And in my neighborhood, a lot of the houses, they, they put out Halloween decorations, which I really like, Halloween lights and like spooky like skeletons and pumpkins everywhere. It just felt very festive in, in Astoria. And on uh, Saturday, there's a lot of uh, kids walking around in costumes, very cute. Just like, it was, it was a very just warm feeling. It felt like kind of everyone was like trying to distract themselves by dressing up and embracing Halloween. It, that to me was just, it, 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 was, it was uplifting just to see that. And I, I liked the, the atmosphere of everyone, uh, of, of the out of the my community in, in Queens of like kind of leaning into Halloween, even though I didn't dress up. I thought no. about, I thought about two different costumes and I, I don't, I'm not a Halloween person as we've talked about, but I thought of two different costumes. Tell me which one you like the best. One is Monsanto Claus. Monsanto Claus. Yeah. I don't know if I get it. Do you know Monsanto? No. They're like a, no, they're like a seed company. They like are like a I don't know actually if they're evil or not, but I don't. They're like big agriculture basically, and it seems like they're probably ruining the earth. You never heard of Monsanto? I don't think so. Let me give yeah. it a quick goog. Yeah, give it a goog. Monsanto. 
No, I didn't. No? Agrochemical and agriculture biotechnology. No, I don't think so. Wild. And it, Hugh Grant's the CEO? Yeah. Oh, I'm unbelievably sorry to bother you, but uh, I'm going to poison the earth now. Jesus, Hugh. He's, so Monsanto Claus, would you be dressing up Santa with more of a... Uh, like a, I'd have, a, a, I'd, have I'd have here? like, I'd be like Santa, and I'd have like a, my bag would be like seeds, and I'd probably have like a shriveled arm or something from like the chemical poison. That's funny. Yeah, uh, that's my, that's one of them, and the second one was Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gold. I like that one. Those are my ideas. That's I was what, gonna be an undercover cop. That's what I said I was. So. Uh, Kate is a pretty big Halloween person. We didn't do anything. We actually just, um, she made nachos and chili, which were phenomenal. And yeah. we watched a movie. We watched, actually, it was called The Holiday. It's like a Netflix rom-com. Mm. Emma Roberts and some Australian guy. It's classic. Nice. It felt like, um, remember Emil DeRosa? Yes. The time he moved to LA. He had this sure. hilarious joke about, like, the, the difference of, like, feeling in New York between... Uh, pre nine eleven and post nine eleven, yeah. And how everything yeah. was like no worries pre nine eleven, and he's like, yeah. I don't know exactly how to describe it, but have you ever seen the movie How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days? Yeah. And he's like, that movie was made in two thousand three, but it's pre nine eleven as fuck. Like that's the that's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like this movie had like a pre nine eleven feel. I like that. Even Easy to watch. Twenty twenty twenty. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, so that's what we. But she like dressed up just to you know she's she's a big Halloween person, so she dressed up as a, as a cowgirl, and I said I was an undercover cop because I just didn't wear anything. <laughs> wow, that's, that's usually my go-to whenever someone says if I'm out, I say I'm an undercover cop. That's classic braised bit bit. Braised minds think alike. Very nice. That's we we have the same ingredients, so that makes sense. We really do. They have the same makeup. Yeah, my highlight was I had two highlights. Obviously, number one celebrated my favorite holiday yesterday, daylight savings. Woke up, it was like seven twenty, but it was really eight twenty, and I said, "Wow, I have so much more time in this day." We had a great morning. We went to a farmers market in Tompkins Square Park, which was nice. We got some veggies and we got some uh, some bread, some ground beef, which we're going to make meatballs with tomorrow. Then we yeah. went to got some breakfast at this like French cafe breakfast place. Had an espresso. It's a great time, and you're not going to be able to do that if. And then I went on a run. It was great. Uh, <laughs> not going to be able to do that. You can't do that if it's an if it's normal times because everyone's out. Like, it was kind of quiet. Also, daylight savings the day after Halloween is particularly good because every you know everyone's like waking up at two p.m. because they are got a belly full of candy. Yeah. So it was amazing. We were in the, we were like walking around the East Village. No one was out. It was amazing. How quickly do you update your clocks? Like I still haven't even updated my microwave, my oven clocks. So we only have one that's on our oven, and I did it when I woke up. Wow, that, that's how that's literally your Christmas morning. You yeah. you jumped out of bed and rushed to update your clock. I, I wish I woke up earlier. <laughs> I I personally am not a fan. Like we we usually start this podcast and it's the sun is still up. We start this podcast, the sun's pretty much down. It's it's dark. It's cold. It's gloomy. 
the the, the day, it's the day it's not even six and it's 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 dark it's I hate this I want it to be lighter out I'm it's daylight savings more like daylight checkings account because there's no interest from you exactly no interest I got no interest see that see that's that's an alley oop I didn't I didn't have a tag you just you just slam a damn a ding dong it yeah I have I got I'm this is actually a uh, a REIT for me. A real estate a investment trust. I like listen to personal finance podcasts sometimes now because I'm like, all right, why well, 30? How does money work? And uh, I learned that. Nice. You're reaping the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing. But also another highlight is on Thursday, it's been pouring a lot lately. It's been really rainy in New York City, which I love. Give me a, a rainy day all day. And I went on a, on Thursday, I went on a run. It was like pouring and I went on a run. Nice. Because I was like, you know, I, you, you've probably dealt with this a little bit too, where if you don't leave the house that much within a span of a few days, you start to get a little stir crazy. Oh, yeah. And I cabin was, fever. I was, I had cabin fever pitch. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to go on a run. And it was pouring. And I ran over the Williamsburg Bridge and back. And I, there's nobody on the bridge. It was unbelievable. Oh, wow. I counted actually like the people who passed me and I went past 25 people the whole time. It's probably like three miles. And I counted like normally it's probably several hundred. That's ideal. Yeah. Running in the rain, having having a bridge to yourself. Did you, did you obviously didn't bring out like your phone or anything? No headphones? No, no. That's great. You're a free man. Yeah. Free Willie. I can't run. I'm not a huge run. Like I never used to run. Actually, I think I talked about this New Year's Day. I used to like go for one run a year. Right. But now you can't do anything, so I go and run sometimes. Yeah. A a runny run, a rainy run is always fun. Yeah, I felt very rejuvenated. Gotta get that. Gotta love get back in your body. Gotta love running in the rain and like so like when I was done with the bridge and like crossing Delancey Street. It's kind of a busy street. And like you could tell there were cars just like looking at who's this idiot running in the rain. I just had a t-shirt and shorts and it was pretty cold. And people were like, who's this idiot <laughs> wearing t-shirt and shorts running in the rain? And I was like, Good Me, for you. I'm the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. But did you, you didn't get sick or anything? No cold? No. No sniffles? I get very hot. It's like very hot. So our apartment, the heat is on like full blast. We can't control the heat in our, you know, we're in a walk up yeah. to the apartment. So it's just like super hot and you go outside and it's like almost like refreshing that it's a little bit colder yeah. than our apartment. I, I was thinking about making that my QAB later is that uncontrollable heat in the apartment. Like I, I actually have learned to, there's a nozzle that I can turn off that, that regulates it a little bit. But like they pump so much heat in my apartment. I, I When it's freezing out, I open the windows to kind of negate the heat. Yeah, that's what that's what we do. Lil Pump and Pat Riley. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unorthodox <laughs> combo, but that's what you have to do. You said little pump and Pat Riley. Yeah, little pump. You were talking about. You said like a little nozzle, right? Yeah, a little pump. Yeah, and Pat Riley, the Heat. Nice. <laughs> there's a there's a rapper named Little Pump. I yeah, like, that's what I was referring to. Little pump. <laughs> Even better. He's another wow. one. I think he said he was voting for Trump. Yeah, I think that was him. There's a few Lil, Lil, Lil Pump, Pump, Lil Wayne, 
50 cent ice cube ice tray yeah that makes sense to me you're talking about like the machismo and it's almost like an outsider who just like you know yeah. com- combats any sort of adversity with just like sheer bravado and weird like lizard energy that trump does exactly it makes sense to me actually yeah and trump's a he's a is a gangster he's like a he's a criminal and some 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 gangster rappers rappers relate to that. Yeah, and he also I don't know what he does. Yeah. Really ran out of steam there. I ran out of steam. I was like, what yeah. You can't you can't win them all. Sometimes no. you're gonna be caught looking at a nice juicy fastball down the middle. What are you gonna do? You're gonna go into the top nine. Let's get into this top nine, Lancey. I I I'm excited about this one. Uh, my my nostrils are flaring. I got a all my senses are are awake and heightened. It's wafting. Doing our in. top nine smells. Yeah, this is wafting in. Wafting, Kenny Wafting. Kenny Wafting. I was gonna say William Howard Waft, but nice. that's kind of a force. It's not not too shabby. Blake smell. Okay, odor. Oh, you know, odor means or in German, but it's O D E R. Huh. Interesting. Francisco Lindoder. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. It's a contender. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so we're doing top nine smells. The kitchen always smells good, and we wanted to share that olfactory with everyone else. Absolutely. I think smell overall is one of the more underrated senses that we have as human beings. I'm pretty sensitive to smells. Smells definitely affect my mood. I'm a big candle guy. I like having candles lit in my apartment. Yeah. And I think smells affect my mood. I definitely think smells are probably one of the top five senses. I would say that. I would agree with that. I can't I can't disagree with that. Yeah. So we're getting smelly. Let's get smelly in this piece. Farmer, we get on base? Farmer in the smell. Let's do it. You got it. Nice. All right. I'll lead off. Coming in at number nine, Lancey. This is a classic. I have a feeling you might have it as well. It's fresh brewed coffee in the AM. It is a very recognizable smell. It's it wakes you up. It's especially in the winter time when it's cold out and you and you get that warm waft of fresh roasted beans. It's comforting. It's cozy. It's it's just it's delicious. And then sometimes the the smell of coffee is, is better than the taste. T- taste of coffee is also great. But I love the smell of coffee. I love really taking a big breath of hot coffee. It's delicious. It's my number nine. Fresh brewed coffee. Fresh brewed coffee is my number six. Nice. You you got it right there. And what you said, just to piggyback off of it a little, like one thing I like doing is we get a bag of a pound of coffee. And the first time I open it, love to just get that smell of the beans. The beans smell, smell unbelievable. Beans. Smell those beans. And it's a, it's almost like a, I can't think of the, it's like, a, it's like a Pavlovian thing. Yeah. In like a, in a positive way where you're, yeah. you get that smell and you're conditioned to be like, okay, I'm up. It's time to start the day. Exactly. And a few things better than, you know, a few days after daylight savings time when it's <laughs> lighter in the morning than it was previously. And you're on a great sleep schedule because daylight savings moved the clocks an hour back. And you can have that coffee. And the smell of the coffee 
is definitely a part of it. You know, like when you uh, you go to like these like wine tasting things and they tell you like you have to smell the wine and how to smell it and all that. Yeah. Saying that like wine is just as much smell as it is taste. taste and that's sure you can't just taste it and that's not the full body that they don't say that but full body sounds like a wine term full experience yeah and that's definitely the same thing with coffee absolutely and that's one of the i think pros to american coffee because i think american coffee does distinctly smell good and i guess you could say that with like but i feel like espresso is it's more like a sharper more pungent smell and maybe yeah, a little more bitter smell kind of. I lo- I love espresso, and I like I think tasting it, like drinking it, is is better. It's better tasting, and the experience is more like there's. A, I feel like a stronger ritual to it even, but I think the smell of American brewed coffee is is better. Absolutely, it's more comforting. It's warmer. It's cozier. Which espresso is definitely more sharper. Yeah, more of like more for the taste. Which might be because that's what we're used to, but. I right. think let's just say it's better. Sure. Yeah, I agree hundred percent, and I agree. I feel like sometimes I'll, I'll take a big sniff of the beans or a smell of coffee, and it'll wake me up. Like like you said, like but it has that effect. Of like even before I drink it, it, gives you that little uplifting feeling, which you you, you gotta have. Pavlov's cat dogs. Nice. Pavlov's junkyard dog. Coming in at number eight, we talked about this place last episode. It's going to be mcdonald's fresh french fries the smell of mcdonald's french fresh fries french fresh fries french fresh fries uh this it's what it's a top smell french fries in general smell amazing but mcdonald's has the the next level smell to it the saltiness the freshness sometimes if you just walk past the mcdonald's you'll get that smell and it just just hits the back of your nose nothing like it it's, it makes me salivate just thinking about it. It's hard to describe. Un, unlike any other French fry or salty fried food, McDonald's has the best smell, I think. It's my number eight. So McDonald's has an amazing smell, but I think there's. I, it was my number 10. It didn't make it on my list. And okay. I really thought about it, but I feel like it comes with a lot of baggage, the McDonald's smell. You know it's McDonald's. It's like, it's almost like a devilish smell. It smells better than it tastes, which is one thing that I don't, actually, I don't know, actually, it tastes great, but the smell consistently is good. The taste, it tastes great, but then you feel awful after you eat it, so it's like a little bit of a, you know, it's a little bit satanic. It's dark. It's evil. Yeah. I would agree with that, but I, there's a McDonald's that I, I pass when I go for this long walk I've been going on. And it always smells when I walk past it. And sometimes just the smell, it'll like, I don't, it doesn't make me want to go get McDonald's. The smell is like, oh, that's a delicious smell and I keep on moving. It's a great thing. Yeah. You don't have to have the McDonald's. It feels a little too mass marketed for, but it's great. I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to justify why I didn't have it on. And I also didn't want to do too much McDonald's. We talked about McDonald's a lot. Sure. Last pod. And... You know what smell I actually also debated and was probably my number eleven? Uh, mm. Subway. I love I was thinking about Subway that as well. smell. Subway smell is a thousand times better than the sandwiches. Hundred percent. There's a Subway right by my apartment, and whenever I walk by, I get that nice waft, and I briefly think about what would it be like if I got a Subway sandwich, and if I was one of those people who got Subway all the time, 
and then I pleasantly move along. Hundred percent. I, I, I was thinking about putting the subway on my list as well. I feel like that's intentional. They they have to. That's got to be part of the marketing to have that smell wafting out of the. And the, the bread is not. Is, is it is that smell coming from the fresh baked bread? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they're if Subway's pumping out that smell from some some vats in the back. I think the sandwich artists are crafting uh, olfactory greatness. Yeah, that's possible. Anything is possible, Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. KG said it. My number seven. This is probably my weirdest one on the list, but I and it's going to be harder to describe. But is the smell of peop, other people after they leave a restaurant from a long dinner? I feel like, especially at a, like a nice restaurant, when people leave and say you meet up with like a group of people out at a bar and they just came from a dinner and they have this smell of like they just had a lot of food. Specifically, what I'm thinking of is when I was younger, uh, when my parents would come home and. And they would be they went out for dinner and I like the babysitter was watching us. They would come home from a dinner and they would have this smell from like a restaurant. And I remember it was like such a, a rich smell and it's like on there. It smells like a person, but it smells like food. Could be any kind of food, but it's like on it's somehow in it's gotten into their pores. I love it. I want to hug somebody. I want to sniff them. I want to lick them. Uh, not not in COVID times, but uh, just the smell of people after a long dinner. I think is a especially a good fancy meal is a delicious smell. That's very sentimental of you. <laughs> yeah, sentimentalist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it sounds like you're right. It sounds really creepy, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's weird. Did, it's one of those yeah. weird things because it's like people will smell good after going to restaurants, but you can't be like you can't like try to smell people. I can. I, I, I'm not. I'm not afraid to smell somebody. Give them a good sniff. I definitely am afraid of doing that. These days, I am. I don't want to get too close. But back, like pre-COVID, I'm a big sniffer. I love people's smells. I think I prefer to be around people who have a positive smell. Obviously, but if someone doesn't smell great, I'm. I'm not hanging around. Fred McSniff. Nice. I, so I've actually talked about this in comedy because. Uh, there's, I guess, for whatever reason, you know, if a comedian in particular is a, a smelly person, word tends to get around. Sure. And especially people, no no deodorant. You don't people, want that. Like I feel like, especially at the lantern, like people will talk about like, oh, this person's, and I never, sm- like, but I realize that I'm I'm tall, so like I never smell people's breath, and I never like, I'm too I'm 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 too above the smells sometimes. So I don't. You gotta, you gotta lower yourself to get that smell, but you're also at an advantage. You, you can you can avoid a smelly person by just being so tall. Exactly. So for that reason, I'm out. No, I'm. I'm uh, yeah, I, I think I'm not as attuned to to some of that, but I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's it's a good one. Appreciate it. All right. That so, was my numero seven. So my number nine. I don't know if you'll have this, but it's a great smell. It's fresh clothes from the dryer. Nice. I don't have that. That's a good one. It Depending on your dryer, it could be pungent. It could be strong. It could be a little bit weak. But the combination of the smell, it's, it's, a, it's a nice 
one-two combo because it's it's the touch and the smell. You get those hot clothes fresh out the dryer kitchen with that nice. dryer smell, particularly if you get any whiff. Like sometimes I have to do laundry tomorrow, and I'm sure this will happen. I put my clothes in, particularly if I like did hot yoga before or any sort of article of clothing is particularly smelly and you get a waft of that before you put it in you're like, Oh, this is gross. This came off of my body. And then the transformation that it undergoes comes all the way around down. It comes all the way around. And it's like, this is what I deserve. I'm a king, (laughs) king of the dryer. Right. So I like that full circle process, the fresh, good smell of clothes. It's like, all right, I'm starting this sequence off right. This is a new beginning. Whatever happened, all the mistakes I made in my life, they no longer apply. I still remember them, and I'm going to learn from them, but this is a fresh new page, a new beginning, all thanks to this nice dryer smell. I like that. I love that a lot. Only reason why I didn't have that on my list is I sometimes wish that the smell was, was stronger but on the same time, I don't want my clothing to smell like detergent or to smell that clean. Well, but I feel like the smell isn't strong enough for it to be on my list. It's, it's a, I know what you're talking about, which smell, but it's not as strong as I want it to be. So what I appreciate about the smell is it's subtle. Right. You got to appreciate the subtle notes. It doesn't. Great smells don't always have to be overpowering. And that's, I think, a thing about McDonald's is it's so in your face that it's like, we get it. You smell good. I want it to be in my face so much so that I want to open my face to swallow it, but I don't need to. Eloquent. Appreciate it. My number eight, I'm pretty sure this is going to be high up on your list. It might be your number one, so feel free to hold comments on this. Okay. It's the smell of bacon. It, It's incredible. I mean, I don't have bacon that much in our apartment. It's every now and then, it's an every now and then thing. I think I don't love when you buy a pack of bacon and you have the first few and they're great, but then the, you have to like kind of leave the bag open a little bit. And then there's the one that gets a little hard because it's like not totally covered. And it's like, what are you going to wrap up the whole thing of bacon? <laughs> and then it just feels like nitrate or something. So I don't have a ton of bacon around, but when it's made, it's, it's announcing itself that it's made. Oh, yeah. And it is all-consuming. It definitely consumes your entire space, living space, in a very positive way. The only negative thing about bacon smell is that it lingers. So if you've had the bacon, you're full, and maybe you're too full, it still smells like bacon. And you're like, sure. all right, this is a little too much. So that's the reason why it's number eight. But the smell itself and the way it kind of announces breakfast is unbelievable. Who doesn't want to be greeted by that smell? 100%. Yeah. Bacon's, bacon's higher up on my list, so I'll save, yeah. I'll save my Kevin Bacon. So my number seven is also a smell we've talked about. It's kind of fall smell. It's overall fall smell? Overall fall smell. Fall, fall into winter smell. When you go outside, basically that smell when it smells like air and the environment rather than humid grossness. Right. That transition. Now, right now, it smells great outside because it's cold. It's got that crisp. It just smells like the natural earth. And it just smells clean, crisp, cocoa crisp, as you say. You could breathe in. It's actually interesting now. Like, I didn't actually mind too much wearing a mask in the summer because it's just so gross out anyway and whatever. But now, when I'm outside and wearing a mask, 
it's like I'm missing all this great fall smell. And wow. I, I don't like it. That is, an, that is a very, I'm the total opposite. I, I enjoy the fall smell you're talking about. But for some reason, the, the crispness, sometimes the cold, the cold air, for some reason, sometimes, like, I don't know why, but it, it like makes me a little bit more nervous than usual. Like going out and about, if say if I have a, maybe I'm a little, I got a little anxiety or I'm going to do stand-up, for some reason the cool crispness heightens my nervousness a little bit, puts me a little bit more on edge. I prefer putting on a mask when it's colder out, just physically it keeps you warmer, something on your, on your face. In the summertime, it was a pain in the ass. I was sweating my, my mask off. Yeah, but the summer is just so gross and unpleasant anyway. Why not just add something else? <laughs> I, why not take something else off? I'm a, I had a sweaty face all the time. Yeah, I mean, mask in general is awful, but... Right. I, I don't know. It, it kind of calms me and soothes me. It's humid. Yesterday, actually, it was a little bit humid. Or not humid. It was like in the 50s, but it was hot in our apartment. I was like putting together some stuff and I was like kind of just sweating. And then yeah. I went outside and it was like, it felt a little bit humid. And I was like, this is, who wants this? And that, that, that makes me more anxious because it just like humid and sweaty. And I feel like my body could be calm in cooler weather because it doesn't have to worry about sweating. Interesting. I do agree with the sweat. I'm, I'm a sweaty, sweaty son of a gun. But for some reason, it, like just the crisp coldness down my spine, it, it raises my nerves a little bit. I love that. It's it's where I need to be. Interesting. That's why we're, we're yin and yang gang. That's right. All right. My numero six, it's coconut. The smell of coconut. Go nuts for coconuts. I'm a big uh, tropical guy. I love pina coladas. One of my top nine beverages. I think Kate is also a big, big pina colada fan. JK, she said that it's a divorced guy's drink, but I love coconut. I love the taste of it, but I love the smell even more. It takes me to the island vibe. It's got that sweet, exotic, fruity smell to it. Uh, I, I like to get a nice coconut vanilla candle if I can, a coconut, straight up coconut candle. Uh, I love sniffing coconuts when I get the opportunity, which is not that often. It's just, it's a, it, it takes me, I feel like it, it transports you to a different place when you smell coconut. And that's some of my favorite smells. And I love coconut. Number six. That's amazing. I uh, hate to do this, but I, I really got to pee. Wow. First first time. Yeah, I was thinking about, I was like, should I just hold it in the whole pod? But I can't. I'm, no. already, I'm already uncomfortable. Braised bladders. Yeah. Let it rip. All right. I'm going to go uh, shoots and bladders. <laughs> probably just probably just bladders. I don't think any shoots right now. But I'll I'll be right. right back. Whatever makes you comfortable. All right, and then we'll we'll talk about coconut. <laughs> <laughs> we got some breeze beats. We got some breeze beats. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for breeze bits. Mmm, bits. All right, I've returned. Welcome back. Sorry. It really got no worries at all. You know, really came, really tore down Robert E.P. <laughs> we stay hydrated here at Braze Bits, so full bladders, full hearts. Yeah, I do. You have you noticed? I can't tell if I have to pee a little bit more now. I'm getting. I don't think I have to. I think I generally. I'm like trying to stay more hydrated, so I think. I'm not sure. 
I've noticed I've overall I've had to peel a little bit more or I, or I'm just more aware of it, I guess. But definitely like I don't wake up in the middle of the night, but first thing in the morning I'm I usually like I, I'm I gotta pee real bad. Yeah. And also during like the long walks or long amount of long periods of time, I my my bladder's not as not not what it used to be. Yeah. I I sometimes I'm like Oh, I'm getting older, but then other times I'm like, it's COVID and there's nothing to do. So, you know, just go pee. Just go pee. Sometimes I, I want to go down to the local baseball field and get, grab a piece of lumber and it's bladder up. A peewee? Yeah. <laughs> a little peewee bladder. <laughs> peewee ermine. Yeah. So, coconut is that's an interesting one. Coconut does smell good. I don't think that it is subtle. I don't think it smells that strong to me. It is subtle, you're saying? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the the, the kind of coconut you're getting, but it it is pretty subtle. Uh, but it's it's a distinct smell. I think like you you know what a coconut when you smell it. Yeah. I never really thought of the smell as like one of the defining things of it. I guess I know coconut when I smell it, but I've always more thought about the texture and the taste. Yeah. Interesting. I love the smell of a coconut. Give it a smell next time. Get a coconut candle. Sounds like you go cuckoo for coconuts. I, I absolutely do. My number five, Lance, this is going to get even weirder than my, my smell of people after a restaurant. But my number five is the smell of grandmas. <laughs> I love the smell of grandmas. Specifically... Uh, I had two, unfortunately, both of my grandmas have passed on, but they both had distinct smells, and uh, I, I really loved it. They got the, the old lady perfume. Specifically, one grandma I'm talking about just had this, like, very distinct. She had this smell. Her apartment had this smell. Just, like, a heavy, pungent, like, like a, it, it, it's, like, almost like a cart, like what a flower would smell like in a cartoon, like, over the top, just... I loved it. It was like you could smell it from 50 yards away. Uh, I feel like I still smell it uh, today. Just It just brings back memories of that smell, being around that smell. Uh, whenever I see other people's grandmas, I, I, I like envision that smell, even if they don't have that smell. It's very comforting, nostalgic, uh, cozy. Just, just a, a, a number five, it's the smell of grandma's lands. It's a good, it's a good one. I didn't see you taking it this in this direction, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> Definitely grandmas have a unique smell. And I think, I imagine, so my grandparents were all born in like around, I think like 1925, 1926, that time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if your grandparents are similar, uh, but I feel like that like age of but You broke up. What, what years did you say? 1925. 1927, okay, like around okay. there, um, like that age of grandparents uh, of the the greatest generation, right? That's that generation of yeah. you know fought in World War II, but we're pretty young. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a distinct smell. Absolutely. Also, is that your radiator? That is my radiator. Mine has been going nuts too. That is a that's a hangup living in a New York City apartment. It's you know, it's it's Kate and I, and then it's our radiator trying to compete with the millionaire next door. It's like the millionaire next door screaming, and then it's the radiator clanking around. Sounds of the city. Sounds of the city. Yeah. What were we talking? Oh, grandma's smell. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I feel like it reminds me of it reminds me of old people, but also of like that time in America where yeah. people like things were going up. Right. Things were moving in a positive direction. And sure. I don't know if that like you can't you can't universally say it's the case now. So Absolutely not. It's um it's very interesting. And I feel like those and back in those days also like smell had to do with like like a smell was a part of like your status also and like you uh, part of your personality a bit like uh it's something you wanted to embody and be remembered by because some people still have that yeah where they want to like have a certain smell wearing colognes or perfumes but i feel like that's kind of lost its luster yeah because now everyone smells like metal and iphones <laughs> pretty much yeah what do you think about this i was thinking about this uh for a, a night like a, a web series idea smelling grandma's I asked people if I could sniff their grandmas, and I, I ranked the smell of, of, their, of your grandma. It sounds, you could do it. I'm not going to be involved. Probably can't do it during COVID, and I probably probably be a weird thing to pitch to the grandma themselves, being like, my friend wants to smell you, and then rank you based on other smells of grandmas. So I'll, I'll workshop it. I think cool grandmas would be down. Sure. So also, though, I know what you're talking about, but when I think, so I have one of my, my, one of my grandparents is still alive. My grandma on my dad's side and she is 93. Wow. And yeah. And she's like, I don't know how she's, I've had a joke, but she's the one who like smokes cigarettes every day. She just like stopped. Now she like can't light the lighter, but, um, she just always smelled like cigarettes. Gotcha. I said that it's also not a bad, I don't mind the smell of cigarettes. I don't mind it either. I actually briefly thought about putting it in my top nine but i hate the smell of cigarettes on clothes sure like i like it in the air but i yeah. hate it in certain like when it's in other things that it shouldn't when be it in, stains it. yeah it seeps into the cloth I, I, yeah. ha- I hate that but i like that i think the actual smell is kind of pleasant yeah well i would love to smell your grandma all right my come number to, f- come, <laughs> i'm sorry come to florida sure absolutely we'll take her out to uh what's the place two g's three g's Three, <laughs> one G off. Yeah, she's not as she she's not as mobile as she used to be. But okay, we might have to just bring it in. I'll come to her. I'll bring yeah. my nose to her. Yeah, coming in at number four. You talked about it. It was on your number eight, I believe. It's bacon. Everything you said about bacon, I agree with. It's 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 being woken up to the smell of bacon. I'm not sure there's any other better smell other than fresh brewed coffee. I love a burnt bacon smell, crispiness. You could tell if it's burnt bacon by the smell also. It's got that extra extra crisp smell. Takes over the entire room or abode. whatever. The abode. The abode the aboken. Uh yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's 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 just it's a phenomenal smell. It makes your mouth water. I do agree that after you're like full, it's not the best smell that lingers because it's like it's like we we are right, we already had the bacon we can kind of I'm over kind of over the smell, um, but it's it's hard to top. It's one of the best smells around. Yeah, the only thing bacon the smell it overstays its welcome. It does. It's like that it friend when it doesn't know that it's time to leave and you've been trying to leave for a while. Right. And you're like looking at your phone. You're talking about what you're doing the rest of the day. You're, you're yawning. And Bacon's like, oh, did I tell you about my job interview? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did, you pig. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Imagine a grandma that smells like bacon. That's fun. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked a lot about bacon, so I think yeah. let's keep it kosher from now on. Absolutely. My number six, another one we already did, fresh coffee. Nice. Talked about fresh coffee. It's great. Number five, this one I was a little torn, Natalie and Bruglia, for putting number mm-hmm. five, because it really could be number one, but I don't think this. It's a, it's a varied smell. It's kind of general what I'm talking about, so it's a good barbecue smell. Nice. I was thinking about that, too. And it's like good barbecue is the best smell. I think when you perfect this smell, it's better than all my other ones, but it's inconsistent, so... You're not going to get the same smell every time, depending on what you're having. It's, you know, it's a big vague in, in general, but it reminds me of cooking the way that man was intended to cook. By well, man, yeah. I mean, man, no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Donald Trump and his, <laughs> and his steaks. Cooking the way Trump wants you to. Yeah, but just when you get that waft from the grill... If you're at like a barbecue place, obviously New York City is not conducive to this. But even if you walk by, you know, Mighty Quinn's, like the yeah, oh, barbecue. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That brisket is unbelievable. I mean, it's insane. It, it, it fe- almost feels wrong because you shouldn't feel that smell. It's like a smell of nature and you shouldn't feel yeah. that in, in New York City. But whenever you could get, it just feels like being at one with the earth and then also being like, program to be like all right now it's time for me to tackle this this cut of beef or whatever is a lot of meat yeah and there's few things it's just like harmonious everything works together in this perfect way absolutely i i was thinking about putting barbecue the only reason why i didn't put barbecue on my list is that sometimes the barbecue smell is better than the actual like eating experience which like then kind of takes away from the smell it's like oh the smell hyped me up so much I feel like the smell of bacon lives up to the taste of bacon. Both are phenomenal. But sometimes, like, the smell of barbecue is so out of this world. And then you take a bite, and some, most times it's very good, but it's never up to the par of, like, where my mind goes for the smell of a good barbecue. Yeah, and the food smells itself short. <laughs> that's, I don't know if you make that into a title of an episode, but that might, that's the line of the episode so far. Smells itself short. It does, though. That's exactly what it does. 100%. That's great. That's phenomenal. But I've been wanting barbecue ever since I watched only one of those chef's table barbecue ones that Phil Jackson recommended. But I could could smell the barbecue through the the monitor. Yeah. I, I was going, I was walking a few years ago in the city with my dad. And we were, I think we already had dinner. But we were walking past Mighty Quinn's. And I had him walk through Mighty Quinn's just to smell it. We didn't even stop. We just smelled it and then like walked out. That's good. Yeah. Uh, smell by. A little smell by. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, there's a place called it's. It's called like Jennifer's Cafe. It's in the East Village, and it's it's on like Fourth Street and First Avenue. But anytime you walk, it always smells amazing. And sometimes I'll walk like if I'm around that area. Sometimes I'll just like walk down past it just to get the smell. Get a whiff. Smell by. Yeah. I do that all the time also. I do that at Shake Shack, Mass Square Park. I'll just walk by to get that smell of those meats. Unnatural fake. It's actually not fake and unnatural, but it just it just smells like condescension. So <laughs> Agree to disagree. My number three is gonna be creepy well no wait. Well, I'm not, you're you're still up, right? <laughs> I was gonna let you go. 
But I just, <laughs> I just jumped the gun. I'm still excited about my smells. Yeah. I, Do you I'm want to foreshadow him. I got a creepy smell coming up. All right. So we got a creepy smell coming up. We'll do, maybe you should put some foreshadowing music here. Yeah. <laughs> my number four. Coming up on Breeze Top 9. <laughs> my, my number four. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you have this. I don't think it's going to be number three. I don't think it's too creepy, but it is the smell of garlic. Oh, yeah. Not on my list, but I, I was thinking about it. It's distinct, and it's an, it's another cue that it's like, all right, good things are coming. Sure. And I like the smell because you don't know exactly what's coming, but you know it's going to be good, and you know you're on the right track. It's like, Definitely. It's like encouragement from a coach or something. It's like, all right, well, you're you're training really well. You're doing great in practice, so this is... This doing is the like, right things. Your, your development is, is great, and just... Just the smell of garlic. I mean, I think that's also what you're talking about with restaurant smell. I think yes. it's mostly just garlic. Yeah. Restaurant smell is like garlic and butter. Yeah. And the smell of garlic on people or the smell of garlic in the air is so much better than the smell of garlic in your mouth. Yeah. Some, like, someone with bad garlic breath is bad. But the smell of garlic in the air is great. Oh, yeah. Give me some garlic and cigarette. If there was like a candle that was like garlic and cigarette... <laughs> <laughs> that should be in your next next Big Apple box. Yeah, we're cigarette ac- candles. We're actually looking at candles for. We're gonna do a holiday one, like one time for the holidays, because a lot of people nice. have asked us. And I think we're gonna do a candle, but I haven't found a garlic. Can- I don't think that's appropriate for the holidays, but it would yeah. be appropriate for my holiday. Of yeah. Wanting to smell garlic. <laughs> Wonder if there are cigarette candles. There's gotta be. Yeah, you just light them. <laughs> just light. <laughs> <laughs> nice alright that was number four so my number three <laughs> kidding I think I've done that many times <laughs> I did that before my number three it's a creepy one Lance another human smell not an adult human it's the smell of babies I love a newborn baby smell I can't get enough of it I want to chew on these little babies so much because of their smell you smell the top of their head. It smells like sweet milk. It smells like sweet milk, clean sheets, fresh linens, fresh human being. It's, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, it just makes you want to cuddle with a little baby. I love the smell of a sweet baby boy or girl. I just want to hug it, talk with baby voice in it. It's, it's my number three, Lance. I love baby smell. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh no, I mean, man! You can't. No, babies. Can't. Babies smell good, but I just. You hate babies. It just feels uncomfortable to be like, I want to go smell your baby. What's wrong with that? What's, I mean, is it more comfortable to smell a baby or a grandma? I would say a grandma is better because yeah, they don't care. They've like lived enough life, and it's like yeah, whatever. I've seen enough. And like a baby, it's like, what is this person doing to this foreign object doing to me? But the, I think the smell you're referring to is just like that it hasn't been soiled by the harsh realities of life yet. So it just smells uh, new. It's part and, of it. But, and it smells like possibility. But you know that distinct fresh baby do, smell. doesn't smell like teen spirit. <laughs> no. I know it. It's like Nirvana. I know it, but I, it, just, it just feels like not the place for... It didn't even cross my mind as a... Smell. Really? No. Wow, you haven't smelled a good baby. At the, at the top of a baby head, there's nothing like it. Just doesn't feel my place to 
to smell babies. All right. I think I think I think a lot of babies want to be smelled. I think by, I think I think by like baby. their their parents. Yeah. I think you haven't smelled a good baby. One of these days I'll bring over a baby have you smell it. All right. Coming in at numero 2. Less creepy, more chocolatey. It's fresh baked chocolate chip cookies, Lance. Coming out of the oven, fresh baked. It's it's hard to top a fresh baked cookie smell. I it's it's sweet it's it's comforting it's it's cozy all these smells i feel like overall just are, are, are cozy to me i love a cozy smell chocolate chip cookies in the oven it smells like sugar smells sweet I, I just don't know how else to describe it's hard to describe smells but it's more like the feeling it gives you after you smell it is just warm and uh fresh i love a cookie number two it is interesting that there's not that many words to describe smells, and I, I wonder what that is and how recent it is. I feel like it has to be something with the fact that we have a lot to describe how things look. And taste. And I don't know. I, things are delicious. Things are good. Taste. You can like, talk about flavors. Yeah, I think touch. There's a lot of different how things feel. Yeah. What's smells, the other one? Like you have to experience it for yourself. Yeah, it's more of a, and it's interesting. There's not as many just like things to articulate about it. It's really interesting. Yeah. I, I never thought of that, and I wonder what that is, because it's yeah. like all the. I mean, I think smell, and I said this before, and I'll defend it to the death. But I think smell is for sure one of the top five senses. So yeah, it's like if the other ones have so many adjectives, then something's something's a little fishy about this. Yeah, something's a little tuna tuna fishy. It's very tuna fishy. No, I. It's it's it's, it's it goes back to the vibe and feels check with, yeah. through your nose. Yeah, you, you really can't deny it. Did you see Seidel, Eric Seidel always lurking, having making himself tuna fish right as you were talking about tuna fish on the last episode? That's a classic Seidel move. It's it's like he just knows how to needle me in every, every in every right every direction. Make he was making so he was making his own tuna fish while he was listening to the braised bits. Does that mean he's like out of the can? He's making his own like homemade with mayo and stuff. We'll have to ask him. Like a madman. Yeah, but Seidel, he he always knows. Just when you think that he's on your side, or just when you think that you said you said I think last episode that Seidel is a brazerback, and he is a brazerback, and I would go <laughs> so far to say that he's a top brazerback. But you said it without any malice, no malice palace, no malice in the palace, and. To me, I was like, oh, maybe you've hit some sort of true olive branch with Seidel. And Seidel's always going to make sure that, you know, he's showing his cards just enough to to prove that he's the nemesis. He loves, he loves getting a nice little twig and poking the bear, which I appreciate. Uh, I've, gr- I've grown to appreciate Seidel for who he is. He doesn't always show his cards, but showing that he's making tuna fish or listening to Bray's bits makes me nauseous. And uh, that's classic Seidel. Yep. What was your smell again? Number two was chocolate, oh, chip, chocolate cookies. chip cookies. Yeah, it's it's good, but I don't know. It just seemed like it seemed too on the nose. Oh my god! You're calling that chocolate chip cookies hack? I'm just calling it on the nose. Oh, I missed that. It's too on the nose. Jeez, Louise, that's a good one. It is. It's. I, I want it to be in the nose. It's too in the nose. I get it all over my nose. It's too on the nose. Quit, quiz what do I know? Coming at number one, this one's right on the nose. It's burning wood. I think it's one of the most untouchable smells of all time. It's it's a Hall of Fame smell. 
out, in, especially in the fall time, it's probably peak. Is when this smells at its peak, burning wood by a campfire, uh, by a in a house, having a fire. I love it. You, you, burning down your house with a fire. The smell of a house burning. That smells great as well. Or in the summertime, just the the coals, the the, the smoke in the air. It's, it's it can't be beat. It's cozy. It's toasty. It's my number one. Burning Kerry wood. Yeah, I mean, you said it all there. It's good. So for me, I kind of put it a little bit with number seven, this fall smell. There's some sort of, like, there's a Venn diagram there where yeah, it's shaded it's, it's in. in there. It's, it's in slice. there. It's a great smell, but I don't really have much bad to say about it. It, I think, I think it's varied. I don't like the smell of too much. I, I always get a little nervous around, I always, I'm always afraid something's going to burn down. Whenever right. I leave my apartment, I have to check that all the stove's off. Yeah. And so there's a little bit of anxiety that comes with it for me. Mm-hmm. But when you could get rid of that anxiety and just enjoy that nice burning fire, then the fire's burning on the dance floor. <laughs> Absolutely. You are you feel like a Sean Kingston. <laughs> you can't beat that. Sean Kingston. What happened to that guy? He's around. He almost yeah. died in like a boating accident. It's like ten, it was like ten years ago. It's a long time ago now, but I think he's I think he's fine. He's probably he's smart. He made a ton of money probably, and he's just like all right. He had I'm, a couple of jams. Yeah, a couple of jellies. Yeah, and he's like, I'm just gonna fire burn it on the dance floor. Absolute fire jam. Yeah, yeah, burning wood. I love it. So that was your number one. See si Papa. My number three is the smell of older books get that nice book smell it smells like knowledge and human history and kind of this richness of tradition sometimes books can get a little musty which is not good i don't like library book smell i think that smells it's like the worst again talking about like old people smell and book smell when you get them shaded in the venn diagram it's not good it's like just yeah. mustiness. You don't want that. But you get it on the other side of the Venn diagram, and it just smells a combination of both fresh <coughs> and and antiquated. And you really can't beat that. And it is a shame. I think a lot of books made today lack that pungency. Like if you buy a book in a store today and it's a new book, you're not going to get that smell. And I think a lot of paperbacks today just don't have it. I don't know if it's an age thing. I don't know if you get it as you get older with a book. But if you get a new book, it's gonna. It's not really going to smell. And I, I want my books to, to have a lot of odor. Yeah, Lance, this is, this is one that I, I can't even just picture. I, I have no idea what an old book smells you know like. Books I, smell I've, like. I've read... I think I know what a library smells like, so it must be relatively the same as an old book. Like, are you, are you sniffing books? Oh yeah, I mean you gotta sniff it, but you open it and it's like sniff me. It's the whole thing. You're like sniffing a book whenever you're reading it. I have no idea what that smells like. It smells like book, Cory Booker, Devin Booker. I I, I want to know the smell. I I do. Do you have a, a good book that like your favorite smelling book? Uh, I don't know. Next time you come over, I'll I'll give you some books to. Sell. Let me let me sniff your grandma and sniff your books next time I see you. All right. Yeah, I, I can't just. 
I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just picturing a library and the smell, the smell of that is, is like a, a distinct smell. I, I just don't know what an old book smells like. It smells like. We'll just, we'll just go to the next chapter here. My number two yeah. is <laughs> Hala French Toast. Wow, there it is. That's a, that's a good one. It's the best smelling thing that I personally cook. One of the reasons to cook it is it just, it, it's the same, it's similar to bacon in the way that it just kind of infiltrates every corner of your abode, abode miller. Sure. And it just, it just feels like possibility. It's the morning. There's so many things that could happen. You know you're about to have something delicious. And I guess it does linger a little bit in the same way that bacon does, but I don't think it's as demanding. It's not as... It kind of just, it's just like, hey, sorry, guys, you know, I went a little nuts with the smell, and this is what it is. This is what you get with me. So, I don't mind it as much. I, I think it's a great smell. I didn't even think about that. It's a phenomenal smell. I think it's great. It's not so pungent and distinctive that it's it's a good hanging around smell. Like, after you eat, it's it's not it's not going to overpower. It's good just in the background. Cool. Cool yeah. beans. Cool beans. My number one, should I do it? No, let's, let's, let's move on to QAB. My number one <laughs> is the smell of bread, like freshly baked bread. It's sustenance at its best. It's kind of pure smell. It's pure uh, nature. I don't know what it is. It's like, here's the bread. Here's me. I need bread. Bread smells good. Meat eat food. It's like I, I'm reduced to like a caveman. Right. Give me that cave of bread. <laughs> the grateful bread yeah I, I i haven't had or smelled fresh bread in a while i feel like i i haven't been to a bakery in a while i, I haven't i didn't bake any bread during quarantine like what when's the last time you smelled fresh bread you, you make pizza dough we make bread every now and again but just that smell of bread it's like it's a stairway to heaven bread zeppelin <laughs> nice and it's, it's also, it doesn't uh, overpower. It's a great background smell. You can like, take over your apartment and you're fine just basking in it. And I feel like the closer it is to getting ready, the better it smells. Yeah. So then when it smells like amazing, you're right, all right, I got I to gotta have it. Right. That's a good one. Yeah. And great it's just like, that. it's so simple and it's kind of the thing we need and it smells the best. I feel like it makes sense why it smells so good because it's like the thing we need the most. And I love that symmetry. Love that. You're telling me that we don't need babies? <laughs> I guess I say we need babies. It's the thing we need the most is babies, so that's why they smell so good. Well, collectively, that's the thing we need the most probably, but like individually, we need bread. Individually, I need to smell your grandma. Shirley. That's, Temple. Her, that's her name, Shirley. Really? Yeah. That's a great grandma name. Yeah. Shirley Parker. Very nice. Very nice. That's a great name. SP. Yeah. Beautiful. I enjoyed that top nine. Didn't get too contentious. And I'm also glad that you had uh, all smells that you've experienced. I thought you were going to throw in a couple smells that, you know, maybe were from, from Mars that that are coming to Earth soon, but you haven't experienced yet. No, I didn't, I didn't this time. You know, you could criticize my top nine landmarks all day, but I'll stand <laughs> by them because they're the top nine landmarks of the world. Do you want to do – Kate, I believe uh, – she she predicted the smell of this. Time. I reached out to Kate. I, I I wasn't sure if she was gonna be remain in retirement. If she was in retirement, 
Kate is back at it and honestly has the best predictions and commentary so far in her run of predicting her top nine. She says, hello. Despite Lance's outrageous landmark list of places he's never been, the pyramids, question mark, in places that aren't landmarks, the Amazon is a rainforest, not a landmark, I will return this week to guess his favorite smells. He'll probably say that he loves the smell of the snow in Siberia or the fresh air on the moon, but I'll try anyway. Here we go. Here comes your predictions. Garlic and olive oil heating in a pan. You got you garlic. Bang. Yeah. Bang, bang. A fireplace. Bang, pretty much. Yep. Freshly brewed coffee. Bang. Three for three. Cookies baking. Did not have that. Did not have that. She, that was on my list. Fresh air in the woods, forest, mountains. Pretty much had yeah, that. Pretty much fall had smell. That. Yep. And then ocean, maybe. No. Not an ocean guy. Smell of the ocean. And then she says, P.S. I'm team the Coliseum and peanut butter and jelly on road trips. Absolutely love that. Yeah, she was going mind. nuts. She said that I'm an idiot. She didn't say I'm an idiot. She just like looked at me like she was like, I could tell. She was like, I married this person. <laughs> <laughs> I love best. the line is you're gonna you love the smell of the snow in Siberia or the, the fresh air on the moon. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 very funny when she listens to the pod when like I'm around because she'll have like running commentary about it. Love that. And she was like, she clearly thought I was deranged for criticizing PB and J, and she was like, just put it on top of the bag. It's not gonna get crushed. You just put it on top. <laughs> <laughs> It is true. I forgot that's that's the reason why you didn't like it because it might get smushed. I just think it's it's put in a situation where it might not be ready for it. That's all I said. It's not a bad thing. It just wasn't in my top nine. I I presented a negative. That's fair. That's fair. You're playing you're playing up your character on the pot. But ten percent, ninety percent is what I think. So Phil Jackson predicted your top nine. Phil Jackson is a basketball coach. But the way he writes these eloquent <laughs> introductions, I mean, call him Philip Roth. Who would you say is like? Philip Roth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is what he says. He says, there are not many things that I appreciate more than an olfactory hue. A what? Olfactory hue? Hue. Like a, like a, sh- a hue. It's like a shade of like a color. Okay. H-U-E. Uh, I think Jess will agree that a good dish requires an equally tantalizing scent to pair. Sure. I I can see our comedy chef dipping his nose into a decadent Malbec right now. Oh, man. Here's what I think Jesse's cute little nosy will prefer. (laughs) New car smell. Oh, no way. Phil thinks I'm a hack. (laughs) Think I'm going to throw out new car smell? That's the hackiest smell of all time, Phil. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Last episode, you talk about how much you love Borat. This time, you talk about oh new car smell. Oh, my God. Borat is not the equivalent to new car smell. New car smell... It, new car that's, smell that's, is... That's the last comic standing. New car smell is the Borat of, of smells. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> it is very nice. Then he's got bacon cooking. Bang. Bang. Fresh laundry. That's I had that. Yeah. Steakhouse. Not as strong as I want it. Steakhouse smell. Ooh. I, it's along the lines of, you know, like people smelling like food, restaurant smell. That is a delicious smell. Yes. It smells like food, but it smells like a certain 
degree of class is not the right word, but like kind of what you're talking about with the grandma smell. It's like an appreciation for yeah. things that aren't metal iPhones. Yes, exactly. And, it's, it's, it's like fancy food smell. And it smells a little bit like, uh, you know, so whenever I'm at like a nice restaurant, I feel like it's almost like people, I feel, I don't know if spoiled is the right word, but it's like, it's like people shouldn't, it's like you're, you're like a, you're secretly, it's like a secret. Yeah. It's like. I almost feel like you don't deserve to be there a little bit. I always feel like I don't deserve to be there. That's what, it, that's yeah. exactly what it is. And yeah. you feel like, uh, and, and it feels like the restaurant's whole thing is to keep that secret. Yeah. It's like, you're here, we're not going to tell anybody you're here. And yeah. it smells amazing. Have this Keep nice time and enjoy it. We're not going to tell anyone. When, yeah. you, when you're here, you should love it. But when you leave, you should feel a little bit bad about it. Yeah. And that's what steakhouses smell like. Definitely. It's an indulgence. That's what it is. Indulgence. Huh. That's the word. Indulgence. It's an indulgence smell like that. Yeah. Then you got to pay the church and they'll give you to heaven. Then fresh bread bakery smells. Didn't have that, but it's a good one. The coffee bean waft. Bang, that bean waft. Bonus, the smell of fall on Memorial Football Field in Hillsdale. Wow, I was actually thinking about that. The smell of football when we were playing peewees. But that smell, I was a, that has a very distinct smell. And I remember that smell. I think that's why that smell gives me anxiety. Because Bill was, me, me, and Phil, <laughs> me and Phil Jackson played football growing up. And, uh, that the, the smell of fall football has a very distinct smell, but I, I was a very uh, anxious football player. I didn't love playing football, so that smell brings back some some harsh memories. Yeah, I, I got very uh, nervous for practice and having to to put on the pads. Nervous system. Yeah. And those uh, dendrites. Dendrites. Yeah, it's like something in your nerve cells. Yeah, my dendrites were, were popping off, but I, that that smell is it, it literally that thing that thing that's why. The fall smell sometimes triggers a little bit of anxiety because it reminds me of football practice. Fascinating. That would that would make sense. Yeah. And then he uh, he also says braze on. <laughs> Beautiful braze on, Phil. Thanks for the predictions. Braze on. You got an ad this week? I do got an ad. Today's braze bits is brought to you by Shannon Sharpies. Looking for a permanent marker that will fit perfectly into your fingertips. You're going to love Shannon Sharpies. They have the beautiful smell of Sharpies as well as the tight grip of Shannon Sharp's hands on a football. Need to sign an important document but worried about having butterfingers? Grab a Shannon Sharpie and that document will be signed, sealed, and delivered perfectly into the end zone. Touchdown, Shannon Sharpie. That's that a really good, came full circle. That's a good, that's a good one. Because whenever, yeah. whenever I'm in like a, any sort of supply store, I don't want to... If I skip over the Shannon Sharpies, sure, I'll pay less, but... I don't, I don't, you should have the Shannon Sharpies. You should, absolutely. That really came, it came full circle though. The smell of the Sharpie along with football that we were talking about, the Braze Bids universe, it, it's, it's a magical place. It is a magical place. And what isn't magical is that we didn't receive any questions this week, which, tough. which is tough. We'll deal, we'll handle it. We could handle it. We're big boys. We'll, we'll move, we'll. We'll move with grace. We'll handle it. But Braves are back. We'd love to hear it. It's, it's easy. Send us a question. Ask us anything. I think it might be uh, someone. I'll leave this person anonymous. But they said it was intimidating to ask a question because there was pressure to like be in pod shape and to have a funny name. 
Right. And I guess that's true. But you're a Brazerback. You know deep down that you're you're here for a reason. You right. have the talent to be a Brazerback. You're here. You're listening. You're in pot shape. Send us a question. Give it a shot. Yeah. No, there's no stupid questions in Brazerbacks for the Brazerbacks. And you don't have to like have a clever name. We'll give you a clever name. Yeah, we can just give you a clever name. Yeah. All right. We got no cues. Clever Noah. Nice. Clever Lawrence. He's got COVID. I saw that. College football. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it must be like how I view college football, I think, is how people who don't like, you know how there's some people who don't follow sports? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, that's odd. But then that's how I am with college football. Like I, I glanced about it. Like I saw Trevor Lawrence had COVID. And I'm like, college football. And then I like, don't think about it. Yeah. I'm not a huge college football fan, but what was about this? Oh, Glance Parker. Have you haven't used that? And I ever call you Glance? I've I've that's been said before, but yeah, I like it. <laughs> Beautiful. You got any is that a QABs? I got a is that a joke slash question about best. More of a is that a joke. So okay. last night, this was I guess Sunday of November 1st, we went to my father-in-law's apartment for dinner, and we decided to order P.O. P.O., which is a great Peruvian restaurant that we've talked a fair amount about on the pod. And usually when... This is going to sound like I'm trashing the restaurant, but it goes back to me. So I'm not trashing the restaurant at all. So usually when we call there, they like, you know, for delivery, they don't even tell you the time. They just show... It's like 20 minutes. It's like amazingly fast, like the fastest thing. But called like twice, didn't answer. Then they, I called the third time and they said, we're a little backed up. It's going to be 45 minutes. So no problem. Like almost like an hour and 20 minutes probably pass. Everyone's getting a little bit hungry. It's also an hour later than we usually, you know, people usually eat because of daylight savings time. So right. you got to factor that in. Right. So I call, I try to call a bunch and they don't answer. Kate finally calls. I was the one who placed the order. I'm like, that's my job, which I embrace. I'm the person who calls. You can't order from them online, weirdly, because it like doesn't work if you do it on a phone. Anyway, so I'm always the one who calls. That's my job. Yeah. So Kate calls, and she starts asking questions, and it's clearly like the person who I ordered from wasn't the person who she was talking to. And it sound, like at one point, it seemed like she told Kate that we never ordered. Oh, no. And I had a moment. I was like, wait, did I not order? But... <laughs> Every single person, Kate, my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, and his girlfriend all watched me order. But in my mind, I was like, wait, did that? Did I just make that up? Right. Did Question that, reality. Did that not order? Did that not happen? And then, and then I said that. It ended up being – what ended up happening is that this is what happened. They There was another order to the same building, and we're almost certain that, that came way later. And they just said, let's hold it so we can deliver it to the same building, which – it's kind of rude, but it also makes sense in the way the economics of delivery is. Wait, say that again? It came to a different building when they held it? No, so I got the delivery, and it's. I think there was another, like the same, someone like a few doors down also got it. And so, then, so they got your food? No, no, no. So I think they must have ordered like a half an hour later than us. Oh, and they were going to do it all like, on one Let's one just swoop. wait. Yeah, which which makes sense. It's, gotcha, it's, gotcha, gotcha. It's annoying, but that's just the reality of... I wish they just sure. said that. That would have been better. But I feel like they probably yeah. can't say that and like, hey, we don't care about you type thing. Right. But We're doing it for our own convenience. Yeah. 
But it makes sense. I had that all the time of yeah. questioning, like like if questioning if you actually did something or questioning like did that actually happen? Yeah. So then I said that to everyone. I was like, I had a moment where I was like, did I not order? And I was like, you guys all watched me order, right? And my brother in law was like, well, we saw you call, but were you talking to anyone? <laughs> <laughs> that we can't prove it. We, yeah. we saw you put, pick up the phone. We yeah. don't know if you were talking. Yeah. So it's very funny. And I feel like with the way the world is with COVID and so much disinformation, I'm just like, what reality am I living in? Did I just make yeah. this all up? It's the Matrix. Yeah. Sundays also, it's it's peak. I feel like especially Sunday football, it's a lot of delivery, probably a lot of uh, ordering going yeah, on. Yeah, I get it. It's impossible. Like if you're just doing Postmates, like I saw how impossible the whole delivery thing is. And yeah. I think it's amazing that people just don't get delivery people, like make it in one piece. It's just like the incentive is just yeah. to go a million miles an hour, get hit by cars. And it's, it's a, it is what it is. I mean, it's part of what makes New York City, New York City. Uh, you just get it done no matter what, but it's it's insanity the whole thing. So like, you could always also that's that's another thing with delivery, and you could always just pick it up if you like. Yeah. So just I feel like when you order delivery, you're paying for the convenience, but you're also you have to understand the reality of what delivery right. is, especially in, in New York City. Hundred percent. And the food's always delicious. So. Did it ended up being good. Yeah. Bio bio. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Always good. Very nice. My is that a QAB? Uh, I, I got a haircut. My hairdresser Liz this past week. Nice trim. Always wonderful to see Liz. It's, especially, I appreciate it even more and more uh, after we were quarantined. I wasn't able to get a haircut, but I, I, I go to a women's hair salon, so I, I get my hair shampooed and conditioned before Liz trims my hair. And uh, they have a woman who does the shampoo, a different woman. I don't know her name. I should ask her name. I feel very bad not knowing her name. But she, the, is that a QAB is, I think the reason why I don't know her name is because she, she doesn't really like treat, maybe because I'm not a woman and she's used to women coming to the hair salon, but she never really like uh, addresses me. She, she, whenever I sit down and leave my hair back, she starts shampooing me. She's talking to me, but she's talking to herself. Like I, I came over and and she was having a conversation with another hairstylist about she might get her nails done tonight. And then I sit down into the shampoo chair and she continues continues the conversation. She goes like, "Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if I'll be able to make it with Alex tonight. I'm I've been having a really long day. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get my nails done." But she's looking at me and I'm not like she's not talking outwardly to anybody else. It's it's directed at me. And I don't know who Alex is. I don't know that she's had a long like. But I, I just I just go along with it. I'm yes anding it. You know, I'm taking improv one on one. I I but it's just like she did. I, I feel like I always ask her how she's doing and like how are you. But doesn't just it just doesn't give me the time of day. And I, one of my favorite parts of it is getting shampooed and conditioned. And it just I feel there's there's some people that like they they talk to you like you're just like a a vessel to talk themselves it's, it's a weird thing I'm not, i don't know if i'm describing it right but it was it was very qab i know a thousand million percent what you're saying uh they're talking through you right exactly and i don't know it's like certainly a long island thing yeah like, and jersey thing and jersey thing so i don't know i feel like it's super prevalent in like yeah suburban new york for i don't know yeah. why what the reason is but yeah, I find that very frustrating. It's like you're being accused of information. 
<laughs> yeah. It's, it's and like, also that like, they, they assume you know all this information. Like she, she acted like I knew her whole, what her whole day was like, but she didn't even ask me, like she didn't even say hello. Yeah, there's a certain thing, and that's really interesting. You like talking about this? I always feel like it's particular to Long Island, where this is also a, a big generalization. Not certainly not everybody in one place are like this, but I feel like there's a tendency to talk as if like yeah, some everyone knows every like everyone. Like, yeah, yeah. And they're the main character in the in the, in the movie. In their movie, and it, of course, you know what's going on in their yeah. life, and that they've had a long day. You know, Alex is doing her nails later. Like, yeah, I mean, even talking about like roads and stuff, and like shopping centers, yeah. and I'm like, I don't live here. No one <laughs> knows about this other than like, you know, the people in the town. Yeah. And then I think like, why well, do that living in New York City? But at the same time, people know what New York City is. So, yeah. like, if there was a place to do that, it would be New York City. If you're City. sharing the same experience with somebody else, yeah. you're going through the same thing. Yeah. And, like, when we talk about the pot on the pod, a lot of times, I'm always, in the back of my mind, I'm always like, you know, even talking about our, our listeners in Nebraska, we have a lot of listeners in India. And, like, I, w- I would imagine that talking about the East Village, like, that's a specific neighborhood in New York City, a lot of people probably yeah. don't know what that is. But then I'm also like, well, we're talking and we both know what we're saying. So right. that's like what a podcast is. You're just listening to two people who are talking to each yeah. other, but then they're also talking to an audience. But it, yeah, there's some weird thing. I I really dislike that. I think it's like a really, it's a quality that I don't like at all. And I, I think I, I have like such a high radar to it and I hate it. Yeah. It's it's like a lose-lose also. I, it's like, I, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna keep going along with her. I'm gonna say yes, her, and kind of agree, and kind of like allow her to continue the conversation with herself by like just nodding along. And but like, I wonder if there's other people who are like, what? Are, what the? What are you talking about? Like you, you haven't even said. I don't know who you're talking about. You haven't said hello to me. Like, I, part of me wants to be that kind of person, but I also it's not. It doesn't seem worth it to to like be confrontational. Even though what she's doing is kind of confrontational, but not purposely. Yeah, you're put in a position where you're the bad guy for no reason. Yeah, it's just it's easier very, to just be a yes man. I always just make jokes. Like, so what did she say? Like, um, I've had a long day. I'm going to get my nails later done by Alex. And Oh, yeah. So, like, what I would do is, like, yeah, I know. Like, luckily, I got my nails done yesterday. So, right. But, right. like, yeah, I mean, I can't. That's Dealing a with one. Alex, like, I get it. <laughs> I just say I think that's honestly why I became a comedian because just like yeah. that's all what growing up was it was just stuff like that and you'd have to like be like yeah I know Alex could be tough but right he's Alex you know Alex <laughs> right that's the way to solve these social situations with humor sometimes it, it just racks up and then and then they're put in your ridiculous world where it's right. like obviously you don't know Alex but you create a situation where there's no other response right that's a funny way to do it. Yeah. It's, it's just, sometimes it just blows my mind about how people like just lack that, that kind of awareness of like putting someone in that kind of position. Yeah. I mean, there's people who, you know, grown men who go to women's salons. So <laughs> you see this haircut? I would listen if I, you know, if I was with you, I would be still going. Actually, I don't know if I'd be still going to my salon because it was just like a hassle to get there. But I loved it. I used to go to a women's salon, and I loved it. I loved also getting it's the shampoo. Thing. I like that. That was a pleasant, a pleasant experience. That's great. Yeah. And your head, your head scrubbed. 
Yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. Yeah. My, I forget her name, but she was really nice. The, uh, the woman who did the shampoo and Barbara, mm. my hairdresser, they're both great. Nice. They're they're all great women there in my hair salon. It's just, it's just that one experience last week. It, it ticked me off. Well, I'm glad we got the pod for that. Bingo. Should we bring in the closer? I'm not sure. I was thinking about getting my nails done tonight, and I just. Yeah. <laughs> Nine inch nails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's bring in the closer. <laughs> you want to do it? You want to bring him in? I'll count, I'll count I'll you in. I'll do it. I want a two. I want two, three, four. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Very nice. Beautiful. Yeah, and then the plug, and then promote. Yeah, I think the plug. Just the podcast, Braze Bits. Send us a question. Stay tuned. We got some uh, things cooking in the pod kitchen. Um, yeah, pretty much it. Subscribe to our YouTube. Subscribe to us. Follow us on Instagram, social media. Yeah, that's it. And hopefully the world's not on fire next time we record this. This world is on fire. On fire. <laughs> we should do a band. That's going to be a big announcement that we're starting a Braze we're band. We're starting a band. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what you said. Uh, I want to shout out, there was we got a, like a five-star review recently, like a new comment on our iTunes. And I Love thought that. this was the perfect review of the pod. It just said five stars. I was listening to this podcast while I was doing my laundry. That's that's all I want out of Braze Bits. That's a dream. Dream yeah. review. Yeah. And that's that's it. That's what we're here for. We're here for you to do your laundry, for you to wash your dishes, for you to, I don't know, maybe you live with roommates and they left and you have your you time. And now listen to us. Yeah. We're, we're, here, to, we're here to comfort you, talk fast, make puns and cook up bits. Yep, cooking up bits, cooking up some stuff. Thanks, we appreciate all the Brazerbacks from all over the world and all over the world. And no matter what happens in the election, we're gonna come together and Braze is one. Are we? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but we're yeah. Uh, we uh, we like doing the podcast. Love doing the pod. And send us questions. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey. Hey.